Hey there, breakfasters, both old and new. Breakfast Bar is back again with a brand new episode. This is Serby. And this is Michaela. In honor of school starting back up, we wanted to do a shorter, more informal episode talking about our past high school experiences and mistakes we have made to get to this point. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. I wanted to start off by sharing this experience I had freshman year that made me really think about how I explain new concepts to people. So freshman year, we were putting together this poetry slam for the charity Save the Children. So it's basically helping children across the globe. And we were putting on this, we were putting this poetry slam on during the holidays, which was kind of around the same time people were doing the traditional Christmassy shows like the Nutcracker. My responsibilities was that we were supposed to sell a certain number of tickets, which I didn't meet my quota, but nearly every person I sold a ticket to thought they were going to the production of the Nutcracker, (laughs) when instead it was a poetry slam over global injustices, and people were getting really, like, heated, talking about this sad stuff, and everyone who came that I sold the ticket to thought it was going to be this happy production of the Nutcracker, so they were pretty surprised. Luckily, they were all close family friends. And they had a good laugh about it, but it really taught me that I needed to be clearer when I'm explaining new concepts to people. Yeah, I remember the whole poetry slam thing. I also did, well, I mean, because everybody who was in freshman year had to participate in this. So I remember those who didn't get to perform their slam poetry. Well, everybody had to write their own slam poetry and uh, they were paired up with partners and you were given an issue or a country or yeah, you were given a country and then you picked an issue that is relevant to the country. And then you have to write a poem about the injustices and not just any Mm -hmm. regular poem, a slam poem, which (laughs) I sucked at. (laughs) And me and my partner, we made our poem and everybody was like, yeah, it's really, really good because like when we performed it in front of the guest who was there to like help us at the beginning to help perfect our drafts, he was a professional poet. And mm-hmm. he and when we performed at that time, everyone was just like, wow, you guys have so much energy and everything. But the one problem was that our poem was in dialogue format so it was more like we were just me and my partner were like talking to each other and it was less of it being a poem so if any by any chance any people that are about to come to our school and are about to you know do the whole slam poetry thing because this is something that they do every year and so yeah make sure that your poem is not too much of a dialogue it has to be like a slam poem so not dialogue that is hoping that we do get to go back into school oh yeah that's true because of the whole (laughs) corona thing so freshman year uh uh-uh like i was i was not who i am now Like, homework wasn't a concept to me. Mm -hmm. I just got it all done at school, and then when I went home, I did whatever I wanted. 
And I think now I've really grown in my discipline, especially because freshman year, especially at our, our magnet school, it's kind of when we're thrown into the deep end and we're made to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And for me, I learn the best when I am uncomfortable. That's something that I really learned. Like all these presentations, like the first three days we had presentations mm-hmm. and I wasn't used to all these presentations and it just really helped me learn and grow as a person. Ah, uh, Yeah, I remember like the first week project thing that we did. My group was just a very interesting group because we all had different interests and I think they did this on purpose because prior to this they had us fill out like a google form giving out all our stuff and then when i asked them why are they asking us our interests they were like oh it's for your first week project group so i think they were trying to see how we'd work with people who are very very different i thought this project was so so hard but now looking back on it this was the easiest project i have ever done in high school Mm -hmm. so i feel like people need to be more open-minded when it comes to the first week projects because it's actually not that hard like you you may think of it as hard because you know you're like oh my god this is my first ever high school assignment but it's actually not something that is supposed to be taken too seriously obviously you have to take it seriously because it's it's a grade but don't take it like way too seriously like this is an exam grade or test grade because it's not it's just a way for people to get to know who you are and to see if you understand the values of what the school stands for or not. For me, in the the first week project, my group at least, we did like Dream Team, that was our team name, and we just painted the box, but we really didn't like, go all out for it and I know that our teacher in that class really wanted us to kind of she pushed us to do our best and Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people don't see that but I think she really did push people as a freshman I think you're kind of like oh I'm a high schooler now like it's just gonna be easy and done but freshman year at our school is probably one of the harder years because you're in such a new setting like the learning style is so different. I was so used to writing notes and like filling in bubbles and stuff. But this, this school, I've learned so much that I'm not used to it. Like mechanical learning was what I was used to. Now it's like hands on, you're presenting things, you're showing what you know. And I feel so much more prepared for the workforce than I had been. And I actually know what I'm, I want to do now, which is really helpful because we have a lot of projects helping us find out that stuff. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, As hard as freshman year does seem, I feel like it really, really helps us prepare for the future. And I'm honestly really, really excited for senior year because this is usually the year that people, you know, just pick the classes that are like their blow off classes because they're just like, oh, I'm about to go to college. I'm done. I want to kind of have a year where I'm just chill. But I actually signed up for like, three AP classes, I think. And Mm -hmm. this is going to be an adventure for me because I feel like if I take AP, and I'm not taking AP classes just because, you know, college, I'm also taking it because I don't want to just, you know, relax 
And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, when it comes to college, like I'm cramming everything. I'm just like, whoa, what's happening? So I kind of don't want to just have a year where I'm just chilling and then suddenly go back to doing all sorts of things and staying up all night and crying over homework and math problems and everything. Well, I think from our last pod- like podcast episode, um, our guest speaker, I think Dr. Luque brought up a good good thing to think about and it's basically in high school it's okay to cram sometimes it's okay to not really know the concepts because you're just trying to get your high school diploma and it's not really what you're going to do your entire life basically like at our school we do take things to our entire life but so you shouldn't cram that stuff Mm -hmm. because that's something that you're going to be expected to know and be able to do yeah I agree totally because what I did freshman year was I did not take any AP classes at all. And then to kind of make up for that, I guess, sophomore year, I took two AP classes. And to make things worse, I also took both of the AP exams. So it was just like, I was so stressed and I was just like, oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing. So usually what you're supposed to do or what would be best for you, according to what I've heard from multiple people, is you start off with one AP class and then you take the first AP exam and then you see how it goes for you. And if you really, really like it, then you can go on and take or Well, I mean, nobody really likes taking exams, but if you feel like this is something that you can do and something that you want to do, then you can go ahead and start taking more and more as you go. But what I did was I jumped immediately into the whole AP shebang. One of the AP exams that I took sophomore year was supposed to be really, really easy. Multiple people said that they got a five and a five is like the highest grade that you can get. It's a rank between or it's, it's a like grade a between one and five. And a three and above is a pass. A one and a two is a fail. So getting a five on the subject was apparently really, really easy. Most people would get it. But I did not. I got a four. So yeah, I feel like um, that was just a learning experience for me. And that is something that I would like to put out there because, well, so, some of y'all might find it easy to suddenly take two or multiple exams at the same time after taking none the previous year but this is just something that I wanted to put out just make sure that you know what works best for you put your foot down be like no I know what I'm doing best I'm going to do this for me because I don't want to end up stressing myself out too much in high school so I think APs are really good for GPA but Mm -hmm. I got some advice from a friend in pre-med and she told me that some colleges don't even take your APs. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And it was such a mess for her. She spent her whole high school taking those APs. She was that student. But Mm. when she got into college, like not even half of them were accepted. So she told me dual credit is where it's at because it saves you so much money and time. Yeah. And dual credit is faster too, usually. Well, I don't mm-hmm. know about other states. I mean, I got a whole credit in one month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I took three dual credit classes this year without doing any dual credit classes prior. And I did GovEnecon and they're two different classes. So I counted them as two different classes. And I also did dual credit bio, which yeah. is biology. Well, then I took two classes, but it was one credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you take both government Just, 
and econ. And they are, while they are two separate classes, they go on, you can choose to do them simultaneously. It's honestly not yeah. that hard. From what I've heard is that maths are kind of the one you need to stay away from for dual credit because mm -hmm. math is what you really need to understand. It's like, it's a concept that you need to be able to have time to wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. And unless you're like a genius, a child genius, which I doubt most of the people listening are, no offense, <laughs> <laughs> but unless you're a child genius, you're not going to do well in that class. And yeah. it goes on your transcript. So if you know you're not going to do well in a class, don't take it. Just mm -hmm. give yourself time to learn it so that you can, in the end, get a more, um, more valuable learning experience. But yeah, those are my two cents. Yeah, I have plenty of experience just <laughs> messing things up because I wanted to challenge myself without knowing anything about the topic. Well, okay, I got in. I want to tell one more story. I'm not going to say any names or anything because I know it's. It's a little sketchy, but I know that this happens in every situation that you can be that one person really passionate about something, a project that you're doing. This was my leadership class. I was really passionate about this project that we were doing. And in my committee, I was the only one that was really like, okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? I kept being told, no, we're waiting on it. Like, don't do anything. And I'm like, okay. But I asked every day, that we had the class making sure like when we started what I can do and I went over to the other classroom to like ask a question or something and I like knocked on the window but somebody was talking the inside and they didn't like that I knocked on the window and I got in trouble and basically the teacher came and talked to me and told me you can't go over there and ask anymore um, you just have to wait for them to come to you in trouble for being too forward which I think taught me a little bit of just like taking context clues and learning from it mm -hmm. and knowing kind of just looking for when I have a good opportunity it's the opposite for me actually I struggle to be straightforward and I struggle to communicate properly and because of this i've gotten into trouble so many times that i can't even count and sometimes i can't get things done because i am not being able to be authoritative and be like hey i need this from you high school would have been so much easier for me if i had just known what i wanted and what i wanted from people in order mm -hmm. to get done whatever was needed so it's just you know like you it, it just depends from person to person everybody is going to be different people are going to have different expectations from you and from the people around them so it's really important that you understand what other people are like that way you can communicate with them the way that you need to because some people need a little bit of a kick in the butt and they need people to like tell them what they need to do but there's also some people who are very very independent and you just don't need to tell them anything or you just need to tell them like once or twice and then they'll just do it so long story short it's just you have to be independent but at the same time when you need to get your stuff done make sure to open up and tell people what you need but also at the same time you are not anybody's mom or dad at school so you don't need to look after them. 
Well, unfortunately, this brings us to the end of today's special episode of Breakfast Bar. But don't fret, breakfasters. As always, we're going to be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode. That's right. In our next episode, we're going to be, drumroll please, (laughs) making the ultimate clean party playlist. So make sure not to miss it. Party playlist, guys. Yeah, make sure not to miss it. Again, this is Michaela and Servi signing off for now. See you later.